Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 208th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on, man? Woo! Um, not, not a whole lot, man. I am uh, sitting here the final time ever... At this desk, this was the first uh, the first podcast that we ever did was at this desk. I will be moving this thing against the wall, using it for something different. I will have a new desk next week. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, I've seen it, and I could see why you would be excited because, yeah, it's uh, pretty sweet looking. It'll be nice. I get you get the desk you're at currently pretty good onto the uh, the video there, so we'll be able to see it next week. I think. Yep, I I think you will, and I will definitely have a picture in uh, in the Discord, uh, Discord.me/slash/shatteredorder if you want to join the conversation. But the um, the desk, I'll get it finished up on Tuesday when the legs arrive. I plan on getting it finished up on Sunday getting it oiled and such after sanding it um sanding is really all I have left and then kind of trimming up the edges and yeah I am so freaking excited man all right well uh I tell you what it is definitely a good feeling when you get a new desk yours is probably going to be a little easier to acclimate to than mine was but uh yeah I love new desks yeah I'm kind of jealous of your desk too I like the uh Oh, uh, the lifting motorized thing. Yeah. up and down freaking standing sweet. and sitting desk. Yeah, it's pretty great. I, I love it. I thought about getting one of those, but I no, no, the desk is heavy enough. So um. I keep seeing in the chat people giving towards the uh, the the challenge. So I want to update everyone where we're at. Oh, we're eight days left. Eight. I'm not extending it again because you're getting close. All right, so now you got to do it on your own. All right. You are at 67% of the way towards making me relic Gelgard? Gamgard. All right, so that means we got this week, and then next week, we'll have a special live stream gameplay next week. Like, we're planning something special. Um, You're going to stream like three times during that week just to make sure people can get on and get their points in? Ooh, that's a good idea. I like it. Live update just jumped to 71%. All, All right. right. So you have 30% left to go. And when you started today, you were at 55. So that's already 15%. Things are looking good for you guys. Keep oh. going with that. That uh, You guys are knocking it out of the park. I like it. So did you see the announcement about our favorite show, The Mandalorian? I did not. I uh, thought, wait, maybe. I think you might have told me. Yeah, Um. It's going to be starting up again here pretty soon. Uh, starting, I believe the first episodes are coming out in September. All right. September? You said the first episodes are in September? I thought it was October for some reason. Uh, Yeah, it might be. Let's see. I'm going to double check. Yeah, it is October. It, I, way, I was thinking September. That sounds far early. away. Yeah, it's very soon. So it's Very, very close. Um, 
that means Chosen Ones will be back very, very soon. We will, of course, be recapping every single episode of The Mandalorian. Search Chosen Ones on your podcast app and make sure you subscribe. That is where our uh, episode reviews, of course, will be. And we will most certainly... We may need to do like a recap and then kind of what we're hoping for the season. You know, do a... I like that. Do a little like pre-thing and then and then get right into it. God, I'm freaking excited. Cannot wait. I've been looking for a, new, a reason to go back and rewatch the whole thing. So maybe I should just do that this week so that I can recap well going into season uh, two there. Hell yeah. I like it. Sounds good, sir. Right. Uh, something else I did this week was for those of you iOS users, um, you can actually sign up for the iOS 14 beta. And this thing is actually pretty amazing. And there is one big fat primary reason i have literally lost grand arena matches over this and that is when you're playing swaga and you get a phone call and it basically pauses the app now in ios 14 it has like a little mini screen that comes up to where you can accept Mm -hmm. the call without interrupting what you're doing so um, hey. If you're a hardcore swugger, I highly suggest you go check out the iOS 14 beta because you never know. It just might save a Grand Arena match. It added uh, widgets and stuff to the desktop, right? Yes, it did. Um, I, what an amazing concept. I'm sure crazy. all the Android I'm sure all the Android users out there that have had this literally forever yes. are like rolling their eyes. Yeah. But, to finally have it on iOS is is pretty sweet. Yep. Even though it's old technology, I it's not so, that particular part's not something I particularly care about all that much. But um, the multi use, I like, like having being a, able like a to sports ticker in there and weather yeah, app. That'll Those be are all nice. Pretty cool. Yeah, the weather app's not too bad. Uh, but thing I am more excited about is the fact that you'll be able to like keep watching videos while you do something. Um, oh yeah for sure so like the multi thing so hopefully they that twitch the ios app will actually allow you to maybe play swaga and watch the so every every oh, friday night that's what i'm hoping for man be badass like i don't gotta i don't gotta miss arena because i'm trying to watch this on my exactly phone. exactly that's that is what the world needs man that is what the world needs um all right what what is next New, all right. So you might new? have seen it in hmm. the uh, the stream title, but if you type exclamation point shirt in chat, you will get the link. I have created a new shirt. A new shirt. A new shirt. And I'm gonna how how easy was stream. this? Easy as getting sixty <laughs> banners in GAC. Oof, that does sound real easy. I gotta be <laughs> honest, man. It's an easy sixty. <laughs> All right, so if you uh, haven't seen it, here it is, the new Shattered Order shirt, Easy 60. Uh, defi- I like the uh, the definition I put in here. Wear this shirt during Grand Arena Championships, knowing that every battle is an Easy 60. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So you can click through. There's a five different colors you can pick from. It's pretty sweet. I can't wait to get mine. Yep. Oh. I'm going to wear it with pride. While I watch you do GAC, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna wear it with pride while I screw up Grand Arena matches. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, greatest part about it. Yeah, uh, that was that was wonderful. Um, <laughs> so I have a really this is the most important question that will be asked all night. I promise. 
Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Woo! Man, I don't know if you saw it already in the chat, but me and Elon Mustard are celebrating a Nelson Day because I'm drinking Alpine's Nelson, which is probably one of the best beers there is. So I am freaking all over it. Mine's I'm not sure if mine isn't it. quite as new as his. I think his batch was from July. Mine's from mid June, but it's still pretty damn good. So you should, if you can find Alpine near Alpine's Nelson near you, dude, you should give it a try. Elon used I, to to build this beer up like crazy. I didn't think it could ever live up to the hype. And the first time I tried it, even though I'm not a big IPA person, it's probably the best IPA I ever had. So interesting. I'm all over it. I'll have to keep an eye out. Um, I am sitting here drinking a scotch. So I've got my Death Star Ice Ball and my Oban 18-year um, I, I I needed. I was out of scotch, which is a complete and total travesty. So I went and bought me a bottle of scotch, and um, I am I am enjoying this bad boy. And holy hell, it's delicious! Oh, very nice, very nice. Did you get? I think I see it, and I think you did say it. I just missed that part. Yes, but you got the ice ball. I do. I most you got that do. Death Star. You know what? I didn't change. Son of a monkey. What? All right, we're doing it live. Okay. I didn't change our background. i got to get the new background on there for everyone. You know, uh, later Boom, in the show... there sh- it is. Later in the show, we, we have some stuff to give away. So if you're in the Twitch chat, make sure you sub because we're going to be giving some stickers away to some Twitch subs. We're also going to be giving away some t-shirts to our Patreon people. Uh, that'll be a hell of a lot of fun. But if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash shattered order, we would greatly appreciate your support. But hey, even if you don't want to actually throw money at us, I can't blame you. We we hate the show, too. I don't know. I don't even know why you're listening. <laughs> um, no, but for real, uh, if, if you have Amazon Prime, two things you can do that would drastically help the show and literally cost you nothing. All you have to do is get on twitch.tv slash shattered order. Make sure you connect your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account and sub. Uh, do that every month. Uh, that would greatly help us out. You have a free sub to give on Twitch every single month along with your Amazon Prime. We would greatly appreciate it if you would do, do that. And also, if you have Amazon Prime, you're obviously buying stuff off Amazon. So go to shadoword.com, hit that Amazon link at the bottom before you buy anything. And, uh, and yeah, that would help us out. No doubt. And if you're anything like me, you're on Amazon all the time. Oh, my God. It's addicting. <laughs> well, it's like Phoenix has a, a storage facility in Phoenix. So permanent. But if I buy something before yep. 3 p.m., I get it the same day. It's fantastic. Nice. So for me, it's like the perfect place to buy things. We, we recently got an Amazon facility here. So like stuff just shows up so fast. Certain stuff. It's awesome. I love it. Um. All right, dude. Let's jump into this second first topic after All right, the drink let's go. thing. <laughs> hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Well, um, I'm curious about this one because I got questions. So, 
Uh, actually, a couple things I did this week. One, I double zated Mon Mothma. And yeah. she is three star. I don't care because that leader ability is awesome and it'll still work. She does. She doesn't need to be maxed out to still lead another. She built, she built a whole nother squad. That's actually pretty decent. Even if she's terrible and dies, her leader ability will persist. So it'll still be pretty decent. Um, so Mon Mothma, I think is an excellent choice to throw some Zetas on. If you have a couple extra laying around. So I did that. Um, and then that, that, that was pretty much the only thing I did this week besides where'd you get her to, um, what's her gear level as a fantastic question. Let me check real quick. It is gear level number nine. Um, I could take her up to gear 10. I do have the gear to do so. It's just, it requires a hundred of each Cairo to do so. And I'm hoarding. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, but she she's awesome. I can't I cannot wait to work on maxing her out more. But um, I told you last week I was going to Gear Thirteen Battle Sean Fallen. I most certainly did that, and it's pretty awesome. She's quite good. Um, I, I I like her a hell of a lot. She just, I mean, she takes all teams she's on to another level. So I'm pretty excited to finally have her Gear Thirteen and be way less squishy, um, and a little bit more dangerous. You know, with the with the damage output, um. And now, this is where we have a little bit of kind of overlap in a way. So this week, I I unlocked something that you have had maxed for quite a while. And you unlocked something that I've had maxed for quite a while. So Ying and yang. the crazy thing is this happened on the same day, the exact same day. Yeah, we both got weird. these unlocks. So my unlock was malevolence. This last territory battle gave me the currency to get that thing opened up, and uh, I, man, my uh, my fleet currency is lacking, so I'm working on that. But really, oh yeah, damn, you must buy a lot of mods. I buy a I'm lot at, of mods, man. I'm not even playing. Say I'm sitting at where is it? I, I'm also like trying to keep all my sh- 85 million ship credits. Holy F, how? Because <laughs> I buy them every refresh uh, and I don't spend them. Okay, I don't buy them. I, you're talking about from Cantina Store? Oh, yeah. What else is there? Uh, Cassian's U-Wing. Shard Shop Currency. I mean, I can buy both almost every reset. How, how many, like, how much Cantina Currency do you have? I don't know, like 20,000? The hell, how? Good Lord, Sorry, man. I lied. 45,000. Okay, you should be buying both, yeah. I have 65,000 arena. Jesus. People will, okay, I know people are going to freak out about that, okay? But I do only have 3,000 Galactic War tokens, and that's only because I haven't spent them today. So for everyone, I know people were mad about my 170,000 Galactic War credits. I did eventually spend those. But I feel like I the fleet credits, I like buying those, so I haven't gone that low. I could probably go That's way lower insane. than 45k, but yeah. Good lord. <laughs> hey, dude, I just checked my uh, Grand Arena. <laughs> uh, he had to two-shot my bears. It cracks me up every time. <laughs> nice. Ewoks, Wicket, uh, Chirper Lead, Wicket, Logray. That's it. 
Nothing special. People always mess Next up shirt. against it. Wicked awesome. It's wicked awesome. That is for <laughs> sure. Um, all right, my man. So what did you do this week? I have a feeling that oh, your week's still have, way more exciting. I, I'm going to keep the suspense there, but because I wanted to ask you about Malevolence. Did you have the Vulture Droid and Hyena oh, Bomber that is, maxed yet? That's an excellent question. So Hyena Bomber, I am 76 out of 85. I'm doing one node refresh. Uh, Vulture Droid, I'm 23 out of 65. I am slow rolling it because I just don't care. Um, and Vulture Droid doesn't really matter as far as stars go, in my opinion. That I, I agree with you, and that's kind of... Hyena Bomber is the one that's more of a big deal. Yeah, totally. Um, Hyena Bomber like can only... be a pain in the ass, but Vulture Droid, it's pretty easy to deal with, especially if it's a starting lineup. So it's just... Yeah, I, I don't care like if it gets seven star or not. Semi important to have it alive because if it's the last one in the squad, at least the squad still stays alive. But that A never happens. And B, even if it did, it's so hard to keep track of which vulture droids are which. You would never know if one of them out there is actually the real one. See, to that's keep your team. That's alive. why I like. So, that's why I like vulture coming off the bench because you never freaking know. You don't know which one it is. Like, in the start, you can just keep your eye on it. You know which one it is. You can mass attack it with General Kenobi. Done. It's out of the way. You don't have to worry about it anymore. So but if it comes off the bench... What I, what's the what team have you been using? Obviously, you're not using my team. I haven't used it, period. Oh, okay. Because my team... But it, it's like, so my, my malevolence is level 79. The abilities are like level four. Like I can't do anything at the moment. Um, Dude, that thing would still beat pretty much everything. I, I'm too strapped with on a decent, currency. So. With a decent hyena bomber. You know what? I'm going to give it a shot. So I got 19 seconds till my next battle. Well, how would it do against the six star malevolence? Uh... Depends on what his star on his guys are, I guess. So I should go up against a uh, Kenobi fleet. Go against a go against the negotiator. That's what you're gonna want. Okay, so what? Test it against. What should I use as my lineup? Uh, starting is Vulture, Hyena, Sunfock. Then your first uh, the first one you want to bring off the bench will be Geo Spy, and then the other ones can be uh, Houndstooth, IG One Hundred. I'd do 1,000 if you have it, and either Geo Soldier or any other utility one you like. You said Geo Spy first off the bench? Yeah, because that'll get you around whatever taunts they have to take out one of the uh, the other um, crappy and you things that you hide You said Negotiator, in. or sorry, uh, Houndstooth, I mean. Yeah. Hound, no, not Houndstooth, Sunfock. Sunfock, Hyena... And right, uh, and Vulture as starter, and then uh, Spy, yeah, Geo Spy, Houndstooth, IG 1000, and Geo Soldier, slash, whatever utility one you want to put in there. My IG 1000 is terrible. Okay, then you'll probably want Soldier and then a utility. Okay, I'll try it. But uh, talking about what I did this week, um, first off, there wasn't a ton. But I feel like what I did this week is going to help me to fill in this section a lot more as the weeks go on from here because the yeah. seven month Ute, the seven month resource drain is almost over for me. There's still the ultimate to go, but I did unlock Supreme 
Supreme. 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 Supreme Ooh. leader Kylo Ren. Yes. It has finally happened. It's about Holy damn crap. time. I like it though. That's man. That tier three was so worthless. It's it's stupid. It is the stupid. Middle event. left. Right, left, win. Middle, left, right, left, win. It, Middle, left, and right, it's just left. It's win. boring as hell. Like I just, I mean, yeah. The animations were outstanding. Like it was so cool when they go in to lock the uh, their lightsabers, and yep. then it would pop between scenes, just like the movie. Totally cool. But everything else about that tier, super boring, super lame. Thank God I looked it up because if I had ever lost any of my tickets to that, I would have been very, so, very angry. I, I think I've said it before, but I like what they were trying to do. Like the idea that they had in mind, like I see what they were going for. It just fell flat on its face. It just ended up being terrible. So I hope they never do that again. Never, never, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think the blowback on that and just the bad reactions hopefully will keep them from doing that again. Yeah. I mean, I remember when it first came out, people were talking about how it was a ripoff from something from a Harry Potter game, and it was not well received in that game, as far as I know. So, like, what hmm. made it think that this would be the one that brought it together? I don't know. But, anyways. Finished that tier three the two three times, never looking back. Animations were cool, but the whole mechanics of it were pretty lame. So yeah. But I finished it. Kaloran is unlocked. I added all his Zetas. Quickly took him to eighty. Well, I took him to eighty five. Then I added all his Zetas and the gear that I had been working on and saving this entire last month, month and a half. I got him to gear eleven plus three pieces. And the final pieces there. that I needed. And many people will probably know this struggle. The final three pieces I needed Basketballs. were... Nope, they were a stun... Or, not stun gun. Is this not stun gun? You do... Shock prod. Shock prod... Oh. Uh, Kyrotex. Yeah. I have all of the other one I need. They're brutal. But the shock prods, because they're light side and I'm working on a dark side character, I could not farm them going into this. So I'm going to either need to farm them or buy them. And I I don't know. Where I'm at right now, I'm leaning towards just buying them. But yeah. I'm going to have to look at my gear to see if I have everything, everything to get them to gear 12 after that or if I'm going to be stuck on Kairos again. I don't know. So. Yeah. Yeah. But the biggest excitement, and it kind of leads me to what you said you did this week, is I am taking uh, Jedi Knight Luke off until I finish the project that I want to after Kylo Ren, and that project is Mon Mothma and Friends. Woo! Okay, so uh, this this is an exciting conversation. Dude. Who are the four you're putting with her? Because there are All a lot right, of so options. The ones I know for sure... And I bought them. The, I bought them on Mothma Char, or yeah, shards to get her to four star. So minus four star. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go in with Mon Mothma, Pow, uh, Hoth Rebel Scout, and yeah. I have not decided. I haven't really thought too much about the other two yet. Can I make a couple suggestions? I would love 
for you to make a couple suggestions. My couple suggestions would be Scarecrow, Pathfinder, and Bistan. Because obvious reasons. I was going to ask if that leaves me a tank, but of course it does, because Scarif Robo Pathfinder is a tank. Scarif Robo Pathfinder is a badass tank. He is... <laughs> yes, like all around. He's fantastic. He really is. Um, I, I love kind of what you're doing there. Hoth Rebel Scout, amazing. Pal, I can't say amazing in regards to him. It's just... It, it's so, just... I, I can't... I literally can't do it. But... Scarecrow, Pathfinder, and Beston with them, I think, would be actually pretty nasty. Um, especially given the way Biston has. So, uh, I'm going to look at Frenzy. Uh, he gains Frenzy for four turns, and all other allies gain 20% turn mirror. So, Frenzy is the ability that whenever another ally uses special ability... The sun gains 100% turn meter. So that means that he can constantly, like anytime someone uses special, he goes, which basically in the same turn would get scout uh, going twice, which gives you even more chance at turn meter. Um, I understand why they changed Scarecrow Pathfinder's basic. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I wish they wouldn't have done it. It pisses me off. But... I understand why they did it. It just sucks. I wish he still had that turn mirror game because it was nasty. And yeah, but anyway, uh, because of that, Bistan's going to create a lot more opportunities to gain turn meter, a lot more chances to recover protection, all that sort of stuff. I think he is actually a pretty awesome character to have with her. Um, Not to mention the Ewing is absolutely fantastic. Um, I do not regret taking them up to Relic 5 and 6 where they currently sit. Uh, Forsuero just put something in the chat that I totally forgot about and is actually someone that I'll probably do, and that's Cara Dune. Yeah. Um, She's I, pretty I think, ridiculous. I think the problem with Cara Dune is I think there will be another spot for her. But, yes, I, I do agree. And she's other ones I was considering because she will be required for something. So maxing mm-hmm. her, there's there's almost no downside to maxing her. So well, if she's what she's a tank too, right? Uh, she yeah. is in fact a uh, tank. So yes, the odds the odds are only because of where they'll be used elsewhere is that I will do Mon, Mel- Mon Mothma, Pow, Hoth Rebel Scout, Cara Dune, and Lando. Okay, because I'm gonna need Lando for the Jedi Knight Luke one anyway. That's true. And I'm going to move to that after this, so might as well do it at the tail end of this uh, to be the start into the next part, mm-hmm. and he'll still be able to be used in that squad. Plus, Cara Dune will give me a tank. Plus, Cara Dune will also be ready for whatever down the line. I mean, it all kind of works out in the end. So that's probably what I'm going to do. Can't disagree at five. all. Excellent. I like it. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it, actually. Well, hell yeah. I... Like I'm looking for anything that's not first order at this point. I'm like I've got, I did some gearing of Mon Mothma in my. I hear you, man. My downtime, and she is uh, gear nine, one piece from gear ten. So I'm working my way with her. Um, but that's that squad's just too fun. That's one of those ones. The first totally time I played agree. it, I'm like, I want a max Mon Mothma team, even yeah. if she's four star. And it's it's one of those teams that will probably be really good on defense in Grand Arena. 
Um, that you know, Treya will still beat it, obviously, um, just because all the out of turn attacks. But it is mm-hmm. it is a fabulous team. It's just it's going to be hard to get a lot of banners first it. I think so. I like it. Oh yeah, for sure. And even if and even if you were, if you're putting like geos on defense with this team they're gonna have to make a decision with that sith uh trio and move on decide something else so yep more sure less more options you have to attack with it the more options you have to have for other teams all right my man here's here's a question on scale of one to ten how bad do you like not want to ever do anything with first order again besides use them in arena no gearing, no farming, no anything. Like if they if they brought out another first order character, would you farm it at all? I mean, I don't know who they would bring out that would be I would be that worried about. Unless I, it was like some Knights of Rin. But even then I don't think those would be first order. They'd probably be uh something else. Because that is a horrible farm. I still hate it. Um Crew, Sith Trooper, and Supreme Leader Kylo, obviously. I, those three characters I completely and utterly love. Sith Trooper, I still think, has one of the best kits in the game. Not best as in, like, it's just so amazing. But whenever you talk about return on investment, usability, number of teams they fit, it's just, it's one of my favorite kits. Maybe that's a better term, favorite kits. Um, that can work. It's just so awesome but most of the other first order my god oh i hate looking at them like just the fact that i had to go through all that and then i go look at resistance i'm like ain't gonna happen nope i'm out i get why people would spend to get the second galactic legend just spend it all dump all the money in be done with it and not have to deal with the farm like oh. because if i started now and it took just as long as the last one it would be february of next shoot year not to me. mention i literally i shoot still me. don't have a seven star uh hans or Ray's millennium falcon which means i can't even farm the shards oh, for the yeah. capital ship to get it to five star which means three or four months to get that falcon to seven stars then another three to four months to get the capital ship to five stars it's it would be a nightmare if i tried for ray right now brutal absolutely brutal no thank you so all right it is time to move along strong with us this update is young padawans Update on turn meter. I you know, too funny that oh. when this dropped, I thought it was going to be the main topic for this week. Uh, so I messaged you. I told you I didn't think this was going to be it. I was optimistic. Yeah, you said I thought it. something was coming. Um, it so and here's why. So usually, when there is a really obscure like mechanical change to the game, something that we've never like there's usually a reason and the reason quickly follows. So Mm -hmm. they've changed turn meter and turn order the way that works, which we're going to get into in one second. Uh, But the reason they did this is I think one, 
the new underlying system allows for it, essentially, which which is important. But also, mm. I think this is probably going to be kind of important for the new game mode, um, which the new game mode we'll talk about shortly. But first, we have to talk about turn meter changes. I, I, I also think this is probably why they changed Scare for Robopath. That's a good point. Yeah. This is probably what was going to give them unlimited turn meter. If I really thought about the mechanics of that, the amount of overflow that he would give. I don't know that this would have that much to do with it. Maybe. So, so let's, let's go ahead and just dive into it. So they, uh, they had an update on the forms on Thursday in which that was titled turn meter and speed overflow changes. So uh, to to define what speed overflow is. So let, I'm going to use Commander Luke Skywalker as an example because he's someone you're very familiar with. He gives turn meter on basic due to his leader ability and the debuffs, all that sort of stuff. And there's just there, he has a lot of turn meter opportunities in his kit. He's also the example they used in the post. The post is, of course, in the show notes. Um. So, turn meter overflow happens essentially when a character is at 100% turn meter and then gains more turn meter, or in a situation where, um, or in a situation where, let's say, you, you have a character at 90% turn meter and then Phasma comes in and gives 50% turn meter to everyone, you then have 40% overflow. So, Previously, any additional turn meter you gain just basically became completely irrelevant. Exactly. It was a lot of wasted turn meter. Now, the cool thing about this is they're now going to prioritize uh, turn meter by turn meter overflow. And... This doesn't seem like a big change, but it is absolutely drastic. Absolutely drastic. Now, here's the reason. The reason is that, say, I'm going to use Imperial Troopers, for example. They're an excellent choice. I recently did a video on them. YouTube.com slash pod. If you like, go check it out. Hit the subscribe button, the little bell, and all that crap. Um... The Imperial Troopers are kind of awesome because you can set them up on a specific, a very specific turn order based on speed. And I talk about that in the video. Now, this basically cuts that off at, you know, just neuters it basically. And the reason why is because this overflow thing actually means that uh, your speed threshold, which is essentially the speed that you need to be to get, say, 100% turn meter whenever somebody gives you turn meter, um, or if you're below that, you don't get 100% turn meter. It kind of takes that out of the equation in a lot of instances. It's still kind of important for, like, Imperial Troopers. Um, so, like, when you have a fast start, there'll be a speed you want Death Trooper to be at or above, and as long as he's at that or above, you're good. And then you would put, you know, the next Imperial Trooper one speed below that. That way you have this specific turn order that works. However, with this change, you can have, like, with your Imperial Troopers, you can have Death Trooper, Range, Veers, 
and Snowtrooper are all above that speed threshold, and they will still go in the perfect order because of the speed, or, or sorry, the turn meter overflow due to the fact that obviously when turn meter is gained, Death Trooper will have more turn meter, Range Trooper would have the second most turn meter, etc., etc. And that, that actually allows you to use the speed of characters to still create turn order teams without having to be as methodical as we've had to be in the past about very, very specific speeds and actually slowing characters down. So that's the thing I actually find kind of funny about this is we've been in this spot for so long, ever since General Anakin Skywalker, in which speed's a lot less important. And, you know, with speed being... Um, I have too much crap running on my computer. It keeps turning off my uh, keeps turning off my audio. Good lord! Ugh, are you recording my audio? Hmm. All right, it'll be fine. Um. So, the hell was I talking about? Uh, turn meter overflow, blah blah blah. Turn order squads, all that sort of stuff. Um. You you don't want to um. Before, you would want characters to actually be a little bit slower so that you could get the perfect turn order because not having the perfect turn order would actually be a problem and you'd be in a position where it would be random. Before, if you hit 100% turn meter, every person at 100% turn meter was just in a random order and would randomly go. That has now officially ended and is based on the amount of turn meter, the extra turn meter that you have when you get to that spot, which is great for characters like Imperial Troopers because you don't have to have them all slow. You don't have to sacrifice speed to keep the turn order, which means speed kind of becomes more important than it has been here lately, which people are going to absolutely love. Um, we've been, Like I said, we've been in the spot with Joanne and Skywalker where you, you don't, really need to rely on speed that much you'll have like a character that is speed based survivability based damage based like they're they've been building squads like that for a while actually kind of since padme um you've been able to run teams insanely slow and still be incredibly efficient and this just changes all of that it is this good lord this is the biggest uh, mechanical change that we've seen to the game that I can ever remember. It seems like going backwards to me. Like, I understand the, the idea of the change, and I, I think it's a good change, but I do also feel like it's going backwards from their idea of moving away from speed. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, you were doing such a good job of making it so that speed was not always the priority anymore. And now we're moving back the other way with this change, I feel like. Uh, can't really disagree. That's very true. We are. Which is the only reason I don't particularly like it. I think the, I think mechanically it's a great change because I, th I don't think anything... There's enough RNG in this game that uh, having turn meter at 100% being RNG to pick who goes is too much. Agreed. But I also but if you're right and this change was only able to be made because of the updates to the, the code of the game then it's it's the only time they could have done it. 
But if that's not the reason, I feel like it should have been done a long time ago. So I kind of feel like this is probably something they've wanted to do for a while because forever people have complained about the way that turn meter works in this game. And people have wanted this for a while, actually. Um, You know, actually have something definitive that you can look at when there is a turn meter change that would decide rather than it being random. And so... I wouldn't be surprised if this is something they've been wanting to get into the game for a while. And this is one of those things that is like, it's been very chicken little. The sky is falling bullshit going on lately. And this kind of like, if they're going through this type of change, if they're doing small changes such as this, you should feel really good about the state of the game. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, at least, I figured out we'll what get was to, making uh, my computer slow. Well, I'm I'm happy for that. A and B, I we'll get to the state of the galaxy. There's some things said in there about that update as well as this. I that I feel like there's a lot of ideas that they've had that hopefully they are going to just start implementing throughout the end of this year. And hopefully, and if it, and I'm trying to uh, temper my expectations only because of the fact that. You know, the pandemic's still going on, and a lot of them are probably still working from home. What pandemic? So it might still be. Yeah, I know, right? But the. So I don't want to say I fully expect things to completely be different for the next, you know, five months, but I do feel it'll be maybe not every week we're getting, or every two weeks we're getting something. But I do feel like we're going to be getting a lot more news about little changes like this or event changes or updates to Galactic Challenges. Hopefully some reason as to why in the world they added a Tier 3 to Assault Battles. Um, You know, I feel like we're going to get a little more information as we go forward from here. Oh, yeah. I I I think that they were staring at this wall called Galactic Challenges and Unity Update. And they've just been waiting to climb over it. And once they got over it, things might be much better than they were the first half of this year. That's my hope. That's what I, I'm guessing is going to happen. But we'll see. But my, my, uh, after today, my interest in things going on in this game is definitely a lot higher than it has been for a long time. Oh, that's an understatement. That is a big understatement <laughs> for me. I'm telling you, man, all I've been begging for is content and and then just any type of communication updates to this game showing us that that they are working behind the scenes and we know that they were but we don't know because they're not talking so like here's a here's a post that came out what wednesday we got the state of the galaxy today we are know we're getting a title update next week probably very early monday at the latest probably so yeah there's a lot of good things going on right um uh the hell is i gonna say i had an excellent point and it just freaking right out of my head well i, I want to go back to this uh turn meter overflow conversation yeah hell yeah um and talk kind of like what who do we think that this is going to benefit the most and who is this going to screw over because you didn't really talk about bonus turns in here and they mentioned a lot a good uh they had a few points about bonus. So well. I highly, 
highly, highly recommend you actually go read the post. I don't want to read the entire post. Um, I had it on the screen, so if 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 you were tuning us out, you could have read it there. Um, but I want for those that are listening to the podcast that haven't heard about how bonus turn bonus turns. Uh, work out with overflow and the, I just wanted to put that in there they have mentioned some of the stuff in 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 here by coming back and putting some notes in just for clarifications because there have been so many questions about it so bonus turns so there are multiple tiers of priority there's your basic term year gain that is then tie broken by overflow and then you have above that you have a tier of bonus turns so characters that take bonus turns will be above that and are still subject to those same rules. So if you have multiple characters taking bonus turns, it comes to whoever had the most turn meter, which means um, Darth Vader, if he triggers somebody with a bonus turn, he will go second because he has zero turn meter every time he takes a bonus turn. So um, there's someone that I wanted, I was talking about as an example. Let me see where he is on my roster here. Uh, B2 Battle Droids. Or B2 Battle Droid. Yeah, this actually makes speed useful on him. So, if you look at his unique, B2 has a 40% chance to gain 100% turn meter whenever an ally is evaded or damaged by an attack. The important thing to note there, it is not that B2 takes a bonus turn. He actually gets the turn meter. 100%. So actually, a bonus turn would actually be more beneficial since it is slightly higher tier. But because he gains 100% turn meter, that, that would be better than a character going to 100% turn meter, essentially. Because that right. would be a different thing than gaining 100% turn meter. So this, he would gain 100% turn meter in addition to the other turn meter that he already has. Yeah. So I mean, that's there's a that's just an example of things you need to look out for with this new change to speed, or not speed, but turn meter and overflow, is some of your characters that you need to find out if they're taking bonus turns or gaining percent turn meter because it could completely uh, mess up the the way that your battles go based on whether it's a bonus turn or turn meter. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. That is true. Um, another note that they make on here is um, Thrawn, him doing his turn mirror swap. They say it will go first the vast majority of the time, but there are some extreme edge cases with high amounts of overflow that could cause another unit to go first. So that is so essentially what they're saying is. I always thought that Thrawn swapped turn meter, and this kind of says that it doesn't necessarily swap turn meter. It's um, because if overflow is being accounted in, it's looking at the amount of turn meter that the character had prior to Thrawn turn meter swapping him. I would, him, her, it, whatever. I assume. Um, that's at least how I'm reading that. I, I could be incorrect on that, but um, there's going to be a lot of effects from this. I mean, any character gains turn mirror, anyone that gives turn mirror like Phasma, um, th there will be changes. It's not, it, it won't always be like 
It, it may not always make a difference. It may not always be big. You may not ever know sometimes. But I think the biggest huh? thing that this affects is characters like uh, uh, clones, where Rex gives a lot of turn meter. Phasma gives a lot of turn meter. Uh, Imperial Troopers give a lot of turn meter. Teams like that where there is substantial turn meter gain, this this is actually pretty beneficial for all of those teams. I also want to give props to CG on this post. Um, for the first time, you can actually... I mean, their, their, their step-by-step example of this is very, very good. I mean, it's easy to follow, explain everything, and give you numbers to look at to see exactly what they're saying is going to happen as these moves happen to show how overflow will work in this specific situation. And then you can use that information to apply it to other situations uh, as other examples in your own squads. But they, the example in the post is really, really good. If you haven't seen it, like I said, it's, it's a really good read that you should check out, but they, they go into a, really good example here using Rex and Echo versus CLS and Old Ben. Um, and it pretty much explains it very well. Yep. So. Um, Agreed. One Another interesting fact here that they put at the bottom as a note that I did not see because I didn't read it after it first came out, but they edited the post. Watt, Tambor, and Han Solo both take bonus turns at the start of battle. It says here, Han Solo will always shirt first, as he should. So they've already got it built in specifically that if you're facing a Watt Tambor, that Han Solo is definitely going to be the first person to take a turn. Well, because Han shot first. Han shoots first. And this, this that's just a proof of the pudding. Proof of the pudding. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard proof of the pudding. And I'll be honest. You've never... I'm not You've even sure what the, it could mean. Isn't there a phrase, the proof is in the pudding? The proof is in Tell, the pudding, not proof that's of what I was, the pudding. That's, yes, that's, the proof that's of the was, pudding is when your kid comes into the living room with pudding still on their face. Yes. Did you eat that? No. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. All I'm saying is I like to get uh, similes. Are they similes? Whatever. I like to get them wrong, whatever they're called. So, hey, um, chat will tell me, I'm sure. Here, here's the big question. What what did your wife spike your drink with? Dude, I'm telling you, these these Nelsons are delicious. I should have drank these during the uh, the uh, Patreon QA last week. Oh, that was rough. Dude. <laughs> so um, I don't think we meant. So next week, I am I am super excited. I am going to have something I think I'm going to have something way better than my scotch even to drink next week. I'm pretty excited about. But I I, I think, if I recall correctly, we had a conversation with some people. And our plan top is... Top men. Our plan is that we are not just going to be streaming next Friday. That we are also going to be streaming Thursday on a different channel. I think that's yes. what I got from that conversation. Is that next week? That is next week. That is week. next <laughs> week. So Yes, we got double streams next week. 
maybe not on this channel for both, but if you if that piques your interest, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. We will uh, we'll announce announce we'll it on the updated. Discord. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a good time because it's gonna be crap to talk about next week. I'm freaking excited. Oh, oh yeah, because it comes out on the 12th. Hell Dude. yeah! I'm so That's excited. Amazing. I'm so excited. That is a perfect. Oh, man. It is right. It's I'm like not to, it, I'm trying not to it, say too. It's much. almost like we planned it out. I mean, it's maybe I knew something uh, incoherently. Yeah, when I threw that out there, it'll just be a bunch like of good pull, old boys like hanging pulling, out. Um, Drew said it like pulling raisins from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, oh, I forgot about it. Colloquialism is that what it's called? Uh, good Lord, I don't know. Just. I'm just we're off the raisins we're, out of the we're, ground. We're off the rails. We're off the rails. Uh, you and your raisins. I if thank I hadn't you, said Drew, it for earlier, bringing that up. I Alpine. totally forgot about it. It's just nice Nelson. That's his drink. All right. So, um, is there anything else you want to talk about with these overflow changes? Uh, no. I just think that that this is a was a very interesting change, and it's going to add to the interesting things huge. that are going to happen next week. Yeah, great stuff. This is the biggest trade deal in Swaga history. It's true. It's tremendous. I thought we. Um, I thought, yeah, yeah. I've been. I we were doing. Uh, I've been drinking. That one guy memes. I've been drinking. Don't get me going. I. My wife has a lot of evidence that I do a really good impression. <laughs> Orangius, never mind. It, it's it's um, it's actually quite concerning. Um, all right, let's let's move on to this. You don't always have to pay for the best. Sometimes the best things in life are free. That's true. Free things. Um, you know what we like? Oh, doing? that's right. I forgot we were doing that right yeah. now. Yeah. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play some. Oh wait, that's not the music I wanted. I'm like, it's time for. I'm I'm playing the wrong thing. This is. <laughs> I was what like I trivia. To play. We're doing trivia right now. Let's go. Oh hell yeah, we're gonna get some blues to give away some stuff. All right, my man. Blues. I was hoping we get harp. I thought we got harp during giveaways. Hey, I can give you some harp. You want some harp? Give me some harp. All right, give me harp. All right, here we go. There it is. There we go. I need to get some more uh, harp stuff. Recorded. You need to get you need to get the sultry female to play uh, the imperial march on the harp. I'll, Is that even possible? <laughs> I I I will inquire and report back next week. We'll see what we can make happen. Um, like she can it. play the Witcher though. Have you seen the Witcher? We're, yes, I have. It's Are very you talking catchy. about uh, the throw a coin song. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome, yeah, too. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It's so good. I love it. I like it. it. I like it. Um, all right, my man. Um, let's see. We're going to give away some stuff. So I need you to pick a number between 1 and 27. 1 and 27. All right. Well, my Phoenix Suns are 4-0 and in the bubble, so I'm picking number 4. You're picking number 4. All right. So number 4 correlates... To our man Drew. Drew, hit us up if you want a Shattered Order t shirt. You can pick any Drew. one of the three that we have. Live in the chat for Live his. Live in the chat for T-shirt win. Hallelujah. And um, the other person is going to be Noel. So 
Make sure you hit us up on Discord, and we will we will get you a T-shirt. Uh, thank you for the. And support. by the way, that also includes the T-shirt that we announced tonight. That came out today. Yeah, so, hell yeah! If you want an easy '60s shirt, you just let us know. Yeah. But we also got the "Do You Even Mod Bro" shirt and the podcast logo shirt. So. And I think while you pull up the current Twitch subs that we have, so we can give away some stickers. I knew you were going to do that. I could never find these. I, w- <laughs> I would like to give a big, huge shout out and thank you to all of our patrons individually. Chicken Bottom, Supreme Vengeance, Drew, Dark Helmet, Kaiser, Ringer, Obi-Cola, Apocalypse, D-Money, Noel, Sig Sig, Bedor, Randy Marsh, Azazel, BMZR, Quoth, aka Cable, Ruskies, I see him. Ben I see underscore and Z, STL Bruise, Recoil, Tyrick Thorn, Ron Paul Bunyan, Cato, uh, Spicewood, um, R3S6 was in fact innocent, um, Saul, The James James, Seafront 02, Michael Bluth, Han Pikey, Zizer, Darth Molly and the do you even mod bro himself McMulto <laughs> and that guy that guy uh, I would also like to shout out all of them for uh, last last month's patronage as well in addition to Rock Vazi Bear Jitsu Jet and Z Splash um, I think Z Splash and Vazi Bear both of you are so uh, Patreon doesn't actually tell me when somebody updates their shipping records for stickers. Um, so if you want a sticker, patreon.com slash order. You can go there, uh, sign for the correct tier, and I will ship you a super awesome Shattered Order sticker. But Vuzzy Bear and Z Splash, uh, I know y'all put your addresses in there. It never told me. I just checked it today and noticed it was in there. So I apologize if you guys did that a while back and I didn't notice. Um, but I will be getting your uh, stickers in the mail this week. Um, now, why don't you just right. pick three people and we will um, we will give some uh, some stickers to. All right, pick two letters. Between what numbers? <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Hold on. Pick two letters two. to which you reply. Between oh, letters. What I, I wasn't listening. I thought you said numbers. Hold on a pick second. Pick two letters. Okay. I want you to tell me two letters, and I'm going to put them into a... F- a search uh, and if those two letters I like are it, I like it. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. So 13 is my favorite letter. So here are the <laughs> So <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, well done, Zara. Well done. Um I I have this theory that the government sucks at everything. This is something I live strongly by. Last week, the sultry female and I got our stimulus thing. The stimulus thing. Yeah. Uh, th- have you got yours yet? I assume you have because everyone yeah, on the planet has got ago. it. We got ours last week. It took this long. And here's how bad the government <laughs> sucks at everything. Letters? <laughs> 
Go ahead. Go. What are you? They saying? changed our last names. They, All right. Here we go. Okay. What do they, you got? They put. <laughs> what is it? So they put the sultry female's maiden name as both of our last names. I shit you not. She was always destined to be with you. How? How the f? She's your cousin. Apparent. I, I just <laughs> so stupid. So. On a completely unrelated topic, I am going to pick W and M. All right, W and M. All right, I'm looking for... First one is Chewbecca. Chewbecca is our first winner. And our second winner is... Mater. Chewbecca and Mater. Mater underscore Swugga and Chewbecca. I Those like are our it. First two. Like and it. our last one will be uh, Zara. Hey, Zara. The lucky one I clicked on when I wasn't looking at the page. Nice. Hey, this so this is Zara. for your extremely funny comment there a second ago. Well done. <laughs> um all right, cool. So uh, thank you all of you guys for the support again. Uh, Twitch.tv slash shadow or if you like support the show, please, for the love of God, use your Amazon Prime. We would love you. I'm serious. Not, it just sits there. That's true. It it's wasted. There. You're throwing away money that you could be helping us, your favorite podcast. Um, all right. So <laughs> let's move along. Right, to... We got something important here. Oh, well, let's get to that important thing because oh, I am excited get... for this. But th there, here's this is my favorite part about this topic. I get to use this sounder. Back on topic. We're talking about Roadhead. Roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. I was so close. Uh, my my honks were about a second ahead. That was oh lord. Oh, state. I love it. I love game of the galaxy. Sounder. It's the best. State That's of galaxy. Not technically road ahead, but state of galaxy. Holy freaking hell! I did not expect this. I, okay, that's not true. I did expect this, but I didn't expect this. Like, so there was a data mine last week. Shout out Sig Sig, um, who of course runs Swaga Events Discord and the website Swaga Events. God bless. What is it? What's the dot? Is it Swaga dot events? I'm about to find out. My, no, it's not. It's it's SwagaEvents.com. Yes, I've been to the website. It pops up in my search history. There it is right uh, there, swagavents.com. highly recommend checking it out. It is an absolutely freaking amazing resource, whether you are talking about um, farming, uh, panic farms, gear calculators, all that sort of stuff. If you're trying to figure out how much gear you need or if you're ready for Kylo or Luke or whatever, like, my God, go to swagavents.com because it is an absolutely fabulous resource. So, Are we going to show what was posted earlier this week? Is that what we're doing right now? Uh, you can show it if you want to. I was just going to say the data mine that happened last week right after the podcast. I got there the data was, mine oh, right here. Oh, yeah. There was a bunch of really cool stuff that actually showed up on it. Uh, if you're in the live chat, of course, you can, in fact, see it. But it was kind of, it was kind of exciting because we got to see all these planets. There was, there was just a whole hell of a lot of stuff in there. And I think the, the bigger thing about that was when they're putting, when there's stuff to be data mined like that, 
something is imminent. Like stuff is coming. It is coming very, very soon. So mm-hmm. that that I think was probably the biggest part of it. But there were a lot of hints as to some of the stuff that might be coming in this update. I, you know, I'm gonna be totally honest. When I saw these pictures of the planets, I wondered what the heck was going on because they're all in portrait mode, not landscape, and nothing in the game is in portrait mode. So it's interesting to see that those assets are actually the backgrounds to the event cards from the event page, not something you have to flip your phone to portrait mode for. Oh, that would be dumb. It would be, but it was confusing to me at first because I'm like, why would they build all this stuff in portrait mode when the game's in landscape? So now it makes sense why those are like those because those are basically the backgrounds to each galactic challenge event based on what planet they are based on. So and then you got a bunch of logos, um, some of what looks like maybe not currency, but tiers or. And this crazy image here with just all kinds of stuff on it. Yeah. So. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff in that data mine. Um, just. Yep. No doubt. All in all, really cool looking stuff. So, um, of course, getting back to State of Galaxy post that that stuff was all kind of a precursor to what we ended up getting which is we're actually seeing a little bit more information as to the interface what's actually going to look like some ideas behind it what the stuff is actually going to freaking be which is just freaking fan freaking tastic my god i'm so excited um, this okay so this first gif you can see it on the screen is obviously not the ui for it but it gives you a good basic lowdown of the things you're going to be looking for in each uh, Galactic Challenge as far as what are the type of enemies you're going to face, what are the three type of modifiers that include the global, the player, and the enemy, as well as this thing needs to pop back up because I can't remember now. But you, then you got your location and your conditions, which are basically feats for Galactic Challenges. Yeah. So, so let's get into this. Let's very. First off, I want to read this. I don't want to read the second pair, but I want to uh, take some snippets out of it because I do think that's important too. Uh, This update really has two parts. A whole new set of tools for us to create events more efficiently. Please be efficient. Get them out to us quicker. I will be very happily, happily, happy and galactic challenges. The first type of event built using that new tool set. This greatly expands our options to create even more events and game modes in the future. We'll be closely monitoring Galactic Challenges for the next few weeks. So basically, the next few weeks are going to be like uh, the exhibition mode for um, Galactic, Galactic, Grand Arena Champions, or Grand Arena was. Right. You had Grand Arena, then you got Grand Arena Championships. So we're getting Galactic Challenges exhibition, and then we're either getting the real Galactic Challenges mode or Galactic challenges well it'll uh, be leaderboard i don't know it, that's probably what it'll be that'll probably be a primary change is the fact that there will be leaderboards you will actually have a history that will not go away you can't scrub that shit it cannot be expunged and so you'll kind of want to think about that as we go ahead but um the big thing came with the grand Arena championships was the store and that could be the same way with this in which uh soon we'll have a gcs a galactic challenge store huh and uh, G- gcsc which will be really exciting 
Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, the acronyms. But uh, they never end. They, they never, never end. That's true. So it'll be cool to see what they actually end up doing with this. But as for this thing launching out, my goodness, this looks kind of awesome. The whole thing. The whole thing looks great. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. So I'll just jump into this first part. It's, I guess it's not the first part. I'm not going to go into what each one was. We'll get to that later. And we'll get into other start here. They're going to roll this out, trying different lengths for the Galactic Challenge just to find out which one is the best and which one we like the most. And they're starting with two seven-day ones, then they're going to do two three-day ones, and then they're going to do, th- sorry, two seven-day ones, two three-day ones, and then two two-day galactic challenges. And then basically they're going to get feedback on that and see which ones we feel like if is two days too short, is seven days too long, like which one people like to figure it out. And I'll just say this. Right now, I'm not feeling too stoked about seven days with some of these factions that i don't have geared it'll be i think that's the biggest problem is if you don't have some of these factions geared and you're forced to kind of dig into it that will not be fun at all if you you know just having garbage characters that you're trying to beat some of these with yeah so it's gonna be interesting i as far as timing goes because they're trying it out to see what people like um if it's one that takes characters I have a lot of, I'm probably going to love it. If it doesn't, then I'm probably not going to love it. And if it's too short with characters I have, it's probably going to suck. And if it's too long with characters I don't have, I'll probably like it. So it's going to be interesting to find where the, the happy medium in all of this is. And obviously the medium from what they're putting out is three days, which is kind of weird that the low end is two, the high end is seven, and the one they put in the middle is only three. But... We'll see. Wait, what? How that ends up going. So they're doing two seven-day events and two two-day events, and the oh, other one they're doing oh. is two three-day, not I, two I five or two four-day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, I don't really it's, have. It's two at the bottom and then one at the top. You would think they would want to kind of mix it to get all three levels. You know what I mean? Uh, well. I- I think the difference is just kind of the way stuff generally works in the game. Many events last two and three days. That's pretty That's pretty standard for events. But also, a week's pretty standard. It's pretty easy to remember. So, I mean, it, it kind of it makes sense from a scheduling standpoint, I think. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I mean... So... It might even... It doesn't... There's no... Nothing to say that after this part of the exhibition, they don't try some different times. Who knows? So... So here's the thing I'm really curious about. So in the first little gift that they have kind of going across, you see four little boxes, enemy squad modifiers, locations, and conditions. And this one's an empire squad with death trooper, range trooper, short trooper, and veers, I believe. And then under modifiers, there are three different type of modifiers, which we'll get into in a second. There are global player and enemy. Then you have the location, which is the Death Star. And then conditions. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Each with a little checkbox. Complete battle with five Sith characters. Complete the battle without losing a unit. Complete a battle with an undersized squad. 
this sounds fun as hell. Um, so this obviously means you'll be able to beat it multiple times because you can't complete the battle with five Sith characters while also beating it with an undersized squad. But the other I'm thing you crazy. missed on this GIF is that also at the bottom, it also shows that there are seven different tiers. That is true, but is it so, shared? That is the question. Well, yeah, that's the, that is a good question. Because if these feats are shared across all seven uh, tiers, uh, that will make it interesting for sure. Yes, indeed. Because if they're not, it'll be real easy to do an undersized squad in tier one. Right. Because you can just throw your, you know, three relic characters in and they'll thrash it and then you got that feat. So So if that feat is on every tier, then you're going to have a much harder time. And if you beat it with five the first time you run through and you want to try other run throughs to get the undersized one, to get the feat for that tier. I hope that the tiers are, I hope the feats are tied to tiers and you get to redo them with each one. That would be very cool. And there's going to be a lot of ways they can actually go about this as far as making it replayable multiple tiers, you know, certain number of attempts is a reset each day. Like I'm curious, is it, un- is it unlimited until you beat it? Like, um, is it kind of like assault battles in that way? Cause if so, that's kind of cool. Like I-, I like assault battles a lot, mainly because, um, you know, it is super challenging, but you know, uh, here's what so uh real quick i want to talk about the uh, the the modifiers so you have the global player and the enemy modifiers in which player modifiers change your stats or something about your team whether maybe 25% less speed 50% less offense um get a damage over time each time you take a turn it's basically limitless on the type of stuff they can do but that's the sort of stuff they can do to where it only affects you then there will be stuff that only affects your opponent and then there will be stuff that is global that affects freaking everybody and that is the point of the environment so for example if you're on hoth you may have damage over time constantly because it's effing cold and you ain't wearing, you're not wearing the proper attire for that shit. So, um, frostbite is a real freaking thing, my friends. Um, these always remember modifiers, it's always lukewarm inside of a tauntaun. There's only, there's literally only one that we get the full effects of the modifier, mm-hmm. and that one already looks awesome. It looks like an ability that would be on a new character. And you get it instantly. So why don't you tell us about that? All right. So we're talking. We talked about the modifiers. You got the ones that to cover everyone. You got the ones that cover you. You got the ones that cover the enemies. Uh, the one on the screen here looks like it is a. Uh, it is look like it looks like a. It's a player one. It's called Imperial Edict One. Basically, this one's for the Empire. If there's an Empire ally in the leader slot, they gain thirty percent max health and max protection. And other Empire allies will instantly revive when defeated. When an Empire ally is revived this way, the ally in the leader slot taunts for two turns. Whenever an Empire ally in the leader slot uses a special ability during their turn, all Empire allies increase the damage they deal by 10%. No no expiration date on that, by the way. And all other Empire allies are called to assist. Also... 
if no summon is present at the start of the encounter, so if you don't have a GBA or a ARC Trooper, which you wouldn't with an Empire squad anyway, so I don't know why this exists for the Empire, but maybe we'll have someone later on and they wanted to cover that. But if no summon is present at the start of the encounter, summon a Snow Trooper operative if the ally slot is Nasty. available. What? Snow Trooper operative? I like it. Who's this guy? That's cool. Right? Sounds super cool. It, it's, and look at him. You can see him in that picture. He is... Uh, he looks like a snow trooper with a backpack. He looks pretty... He looks, he looks pretty looks like a He looks like a snow trooper Jerry. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, kind of does. That's fair. That's fair. Let's hope he's better. The other thing I noticed about this, this screenshot that they have of this event... Um, actually, a couple points... So you obviously have the special event that you special ability, which you just read. You also are going up against another team. It doesn't appear there are waves that I can tell. There could be, but who knows? Uh, so it could just be defe- defeating a single team. And then in addition to that is the timer. 10 minutes, 38 seconds. Like, are these going to be long ass battles? Like, are they giving you a lot of time to complete this thing? Because in territory battle, you there is no time limit in arena five minutes anything arena based five minutes that's all you got so um this is kind of like their pve arena it seems like that's kind of that's exactly what i thought as well so and it's not it's over 10 minutes so what is the timer 15 minutes that would be my guess yeah you know so we'll see. This is they're giving they're giving out some pretty good hints in here, and I really like it. Ugh, the yawns are strong with this one. Um, so here are a couple of examples of global modifier, play, player modifier, and enemy modifiers that they actually put in this post. Um, so global modifier, Dune Sandstorm. Um, at the end of every other turn, all units are inflicted with damage over time until the end of battle, which cannot be resisted. Which means it could be cleansed, which would mean Padme lead would be kind of cool. It means, say, this is going into the idea, hey, you're going to have a lot of debuffs. Yep. You're probably going to want to have a guy in your squad that's clearing these things. Also means Darth Vader lead might be cool if you got that Zated. Because... Or- you know, Wampa uh, having what's Wampa his smash? face? Trail lead or Sith? Uh, not Sith. Savage press. These are I just like a few it. I can think of that would totally make that thing good for you. Not good for you, but not hurt you as much. Yeah, for sure. Crew. So, yeah. The, there's going to be a lot of options. There's going to be a lot of different ways to think about things. That's, the, and that's okay. I'm sorry. That's what makes this so cool. Bring back the theory crafting. And there are so many of these things that are just going to make it okay. When you I, have I this have modifier, a concern about this, this is what though. this you can do. So they've talked about like different factions. Is it going to be different factions that you're facing? Or is it going to be faction based on what you're allowed to use? Because, my God, I hope it's faction-based on what the enemy is, not what you're allowed to use. 
with it being in locations, like I can't see you going to the Death Star and then facing off against rebels. So I feel like the enemies is probably going to be the locked squad, essentially, kind of the inverse of assault battles. Whereas in assault battles, like you have to use Night Sisters or Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Well, on this, you're going to face either Night Sisters or Phoenix or whatever faction it is that they decide. Um, I really hope that's the way this is handled because it would be great to get some diversity with the, um, you know, with the stuff. But it's also a little bit concerning in which Galactic Legends might be a little OP. I, I don't think that would be the case, but... Good, I um, just got mine. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I can imagine you better get that shit finished, man. <laughs> I know, right? I got a few days. Yeah. I got to finish. So... Finish the next one is a player modifier that is called Grim Machinations. Whenever a Sith ally is defeated, all Sith allies gain 50% max health and offense stacking until the end of the battle and gain 50% turn meter. Whenever a Sith ally defeats an enemy, they gain Dark Ascension stacking. Dark Ascension damage received reduced by 15% and damage dealt increased by i believe 30 percent there um so that's an example of what they can do for player modifications which i kind of think they it may be a carrot and stick type thing where they kind of try to lead you into a direction with certain squads they want you to use but you can kind of do whatever you want yeah for sure you are you're probably going to find some squads that you're not worried about the player modifier while in maybe some of those rosters that don't have as developed or relict crews, you want to play to the player modifier to make it so you can beat it. No. Yeah. So can you, can you, what's the name of this one again? Dark Machinations. You said it right. No. Grim. Grim Machination. It's, I think it's pronounced Machinations. <laughs> Mock or mac what what i say machinations machinations i think it's machinations that's why i was laughing it would i might be laughing no, for no reason would. whatsoever but no it would be machinations yeah did i say mac you said mac both times i asked you <laughs> uh, okay okay yeah hey we're turning up the mac <laughs> turn up uh, the mac <laughs> yes it is for uh, oh my god uh, all right, anyways. <laughs> that's that's a... why I'm going to start calling that song is Turning Up the Mac. That's what we do here is we turn up the Mac. Turning um, up the Mac, nations. <laughs> and right. an example of the enemy modifier. God, I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> malicious minions. Uh, summon separatist allies have plus 25% speed, max health, max protection, and increased damage, and all other separatist allies gain half of these bonuses. Um so that's an example of an enemy modifier so uh it's kind of limitless on stuff they could do with these they all sound actually pretty interesting i'm very excited to see what sort of stuff they actually do come up with um in these various things who what enemies are summoning things that's the real question are you going to have a gba on the other team and this only this only the full part of this only applies to the well uh, keep in mind what we just keep in mind what we just read about the uh the summoning with um the snow trooper 
and true, Empire. but that was a modifier, and this modifier they wouldn't have two enemy modifiers, so they wouldn't have two adding. No, the other one was an ally modifier. That was a player modifier. That was you. You get this. Right, right. But this enemy modifier so, doesn't mention also, hey, if you don't have someone in the summon slot, summon this character. So I don't think oh. that you're going to have more than one modifier for the enemies, uh, right? I, I, I don't know. They could do They could. That would make things modifiers. start being really but, interesting. Well, they could like, stack right, modifiers, we but I don't think they will stack. I don't think they'll stack allies. Like six spots or seven spots i don't think you'll see seven spots yeah. uh, from my understanding the way they've talked about the game previously and you never know with the new base code uh but you know seven characters is just basically unfreaking workable which i'm okay with that so <laughs> um so let's move along to this next image uh what what, what do you think about this next little giffage I think we just figured out the time limit for sure on these battles because the first image shows it. You'll see it pop up here. Timer, 15 uh, minutes. 15 minutes. Yep. That is, in fact, true. Very exciting. Um, One of the so cooler things in this is the fact that uh, I think we answered our question from earlier because feats are listed underneath the tab for the tier, not in a different tab outside of the tier. So you see what Correct. I'm saying? Feats are listed right there under the tier, so they're probably different feats for every tier. Or at right. least the same feats that you can do again under each tier. And I want to throw... Really... Before we go any further on this, I want to say this to people that I've seen. I, 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 I don't think I've necessarily seen people complain about the rewards, but I have seen people mention them, and I couldn't tell if they were complaining or not. You're on tier two here. So these white and blue rewards totally make sense for that tier. We haven't seen the end tiers yet and what the rewards are there, so I wouldn't start worrying yet. There is literally nothing to complain about with the rewards yet. Yeah. We don't have Because this isn't tier 7's rewards. This is tier 2. And, you know, every event you do, the lower tiers that are easier are obviously going to give you uh, lower rewards. So, so I want to point out a really important important point because i think i've seen a couple other people mention this joker and chat actually mentions it does this read to anyone else that you only get rewards for accomplishing feats i am going to say no because at the bottom so you have a little reward section at the bottom then you have the feats if you complete said feat you get that just think of it as grand arena so um if you beat a team you get a reward and then if you complete a feat you get a separate reward reward yeah so you so, you can actually beat the tier without completing any of those feats and you would get the rewards at the bottom you know uh which looks like throws out some mods for first time completions hell yeah um yeah i was gonna say if you see look in the image to the right there are white rewards those are the ones you get for just beating it and then the purple ones there are the rewards for some of the feats now it'll get to the feet screen and you can see here where each one correlates to. You're not going to get all, all right. them for beating one feat. Each feat has some of these rewards that are purple at the bottom. And so uh, it's not just feats getting you rewards, but feats will give you extra rewards. And like Wink said earlier, I'm really hoping that you get multiple attempts at the at each tier. That way, if you just want to beat it to get the first time rewards and then kind of strategize to figure out how you're going to beat the feats as well 
I hope that you can do so, multiple times on each tier to try to just churn through each part of it. You know what I mean? I, I would think you'd be able to do it multiple times because in this example that they specifically put here on the post, it says uh, there are three feats listed. These are the three feats. On target, bounty hunter uh, quintet, gear nine. Complete the battle with five different bounty hunter characters at gear nine. That is one feat. Another feat says calculate risk. Complete the battles with an undersized squad. You cannot do those two things in the same battle. Um, and then the other one is flawless victory. Complete a battle without losing a unit. So those are the three possible feats you can get on this. Uh, with the one with the best rewards being being able to buy higher characters at gear nine. I'm curious to know if that is gear nine or above. If it is specifically gear nine, because if it's if it's specifically gear nine, there will be a lot of people that just won't be able to beat it at all because their characters are higher. And that might be one of those things where they're like, well, that's just kind of how it works because you can beat the higher tiers. So um, I'll be curious to see exactly how they handle that. I hope that it's above. That would make the most sense. But I see what you're saying because there's really nothing there, at least in the image, uh, clarifying that. And they're, right. you know CG is really good at wording things. So That's true. We've never had miscommunication or <laughs> vague, vague things ever put out. Ever. Yeah. And that literally never happens. No doubt. No doubt. All right, so let's talk a little bit. Any anything else to say just about the general look and uh, idea, basically fleshed out idea that they've given us? I mean, I think you know, honestly, the first post was very small for that road ahead announcing this, but I think that what they gave us, we were able to make some really good educated guesses on exactly what we were getting. You do you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. Because I, they talked about feats kind of in that post, and we just kind of guessed, all right, well, they're, you know, we kind of kind of fleshed it out. Basically, they could have been more direct and detailed, but we were able to glean, if that's a good word, from what they said, the general idea of what was going on here. Yeah. And I like it. I, I like the general idea that we gleaned and what we actually got. So it's working out well because some of these modifiers actually look really cool. Yeah, it it seems like a great twist on the game. Um, I've been kind of bored with the game for, for a while. Like I just find myself not caring at all and kind of starting to play less just because honestly, my favorite game mode by a long shots light side territory battle. I absolutely love it. I find it fun as hell. I wish we could do it every single day, but we can't. Please, for the love of God, I hope that these galactic challenges give me something like that that is challenging, that you kind of have to work through to figure out how to beat it. Please, please, please. Um, if the, if that's what this does, I, I'm going to be over the moon. No doubt. I really do feel like this is going to provide a daily bump for my what i play yeah as long like so we'll we'll see we'll see um, but i'm super stoked about it all right so let's talk about this exhibition season um 
So they're going to be trying to basically figure out how well this works. Does it create a good enough puzzle for your roster? Which I, one of the specific questions I asked is, does this, does this event create a compelling puzzle for your roster? That, I think, is a very important question because they mention roster. They don't mention factions. They don't mention anything of the sort. But when you look at the events, I'm going to list all the events in order in which we are going to get them. There are dates. You can check the show notes, go to the link on the forums to see the dates. But the first one that we'll get is Tatooine, Separatist Sith. Then Death Star, Empire Bounty Hunter. Then Malachor. Those... I should throw out the fact that the Tatooine Separatist Sith. Uh, so the first one is the one where you play Sith against Separatists on Tatooine. That is one of the seven-day ones. Okay. No. Now, here's my question. Is it is that a faction that you use and a faction that you're going against? Yeah, so it says right there, the schedule structure is based as planet the enemy and the player modifier. So your player modifier is going to be the last Wait, one. Where, where do you see that? Right above. Okay. Well, that says player modifier. Right. So that is what modifier you're, they're going to give you to of what people you use. Well, that will incentivize you to use those characters. But it sounds right, like you'll be able to use anything. Yes, that does sound like that. Okay, so, I hope, so we're in I agreement. I hope that's not the case, because <laughs> I thought that this was going to be more of a... Because if you just have... If I can just use, you know, my Galactic Legend on every one of these, they might end up killing everything. So I'm hoping that you have to have... So, so, well, you're, so you are hoping that it is, uh, like, I'm say, hoping, on the Tatooine, Separatist Sith, that... You will only be able to use Sith to beat the Separatists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is a weird place to have Separatists and Sith, but okay. and, and that's the thing. <laughs> All of these are kind of odd faction lineups. So uh Malachor, Old Republic, and Rebel. Uh Takodana, First Order, and Empire. Jakku, Resistance and Old Republic, Camino, Galactic Republic, and Separatist. Um, not many so of just, these make sense as far as you battling that faction thematically. Yeah, that's the weird part there. Because I know that the modifiers are going to be thematic. But right. why are the characters not thematic? Well, I thought they would be. Well, you... Yeah, but... I mean, th- Resistance be... on Jakku makes sense. Old Republic on Jakku... Well, I think all of the enemies on the planet make mostly make sense. Um, The question is the player modifier. Does that make sense for what you're facing? Ringer, bring up a good point in chat. You can do, you can use your Galactic Legend to throttle the whole of all tiers, but you won't be able to beat feats. The feats will be based on player modifiers. So it makes that makes sense. I'm feeling. I'm feeling now why you might want to use the the selected squad, but if you don't want to do that, you can also use whatever you Not want. Not to mention, some of these higher tiers could be tuned to the difficulty in which you cannot beat it without <laughs> taking advantage of the multipliers, even oh, with the Galactic Legend. The, the second one that's seven days long, that rec- the player modifiers bounty hunters, I might be able to get up 
to tier five at the most with Your them. Your bounty hunters bad. With my bounty hunters. Yeah. So being able to beat them with the the rest of the event with uh, a different squad, that might end up being a good thing. Yeah. Now, the question I have for this schedule is, is it going to reset every day or do we have seven days to beat all seven tiers? Are you expected to do one tier day in seven Man, days? I, so, so that's I feel, the big thing. This is my guess that you get seven days to do all seven tiers. I agree. I think that it will basically be you have these seven days to complete as many tiers as you can to complete as many feats as you can. Once you beat them once, they're done. Um, which honestly would be so nice. Like to have an event that goes longer than a day. Like, to where you don't feel pressed to try to beat that. Because that's a, I think that is a problem with this game in which you tr- they try to make it to where you have to complete so much within, you know, one day. Whether it's... Well, sometimes these assault battles in one day, if they had two days for an assault right. battle... I mean, sometimes they do, but you get two, but, two different attempts. I would rather have... Well, okay. But I'm I mean, saying, I feel in, like an assault battle should have two days to get through it. it. In one day, you could have an assault battle. You could have a grand arena. You could have a territory war. You could have or a territory battle. You still have your arena. Like, there's a lot of gameplay to be going on. Now, if you could take a really cool game mode and spread it out over a few days, like, it'd be so much easier for so many more people to play it. And especially if it's the challenging event that's actually kind of fun that has a lot of replayability. Like, I think that is incredibly advantageous to the you know what keeping keeping players in the game keeping them interested i think i honestly feel at this point <laughs> this is where my feedback right now without even playing it feels like it's gonna be i don't want seven days if you're gonna make me pick i'll take three days that way we have them more often with more rewards i and three days is more than well you know how this me, works you know how this works they said they want to give you something that you play daily daily so yeah and you can play this daily yes so if it was three days at the three day end you'd get another one which mm. means you get rewards quicker than you would on seven days if you yeah. could not reset it if you couldn't reset it and you had to t- wait seven days to get another one to get the rewards i think i'd rather have three days two days may seem a little too short for me as far as time goes three days seems like a sweet spot and then if you keep going right after that one ended with another daily Galactic Challenge that lasts three days to get more rewards, I think I'd rather do it in three days than wait seven days between rewards. You know what I mean? Yep. So we'll so, see. I, I mean, we'll, we'll see, see how that for sure. that works out because they didn't really make it completely clear. But I'm I'm with a lot of people here in the chat that say I doubt they would give us that many rewards if it reset every day. Agreed. Who knows? That. If the rewards were one or two of the thing, I could see it resetting every day. If the rewards were 10 to 15 of the thing, then it would definitely be, you know, only one over seven days or one over three days. I hope there becomes some sort of arcade type mode with this where there's some sort of point system. And we could see that with like, you know, a galactic challenge championship where... Um, you know, you get points for each feat that you beat and you kind of get ranked by, are you able to beat all the feats? Are you able to beat it with all health and protection or whatever to where you can kind of go back and always try one up your score. That would be, that would kick ass. Like, hell yeah, that's that, that, that would be right up my alley, but we'll see. A couple things from the chat. 
Okay. Uh, if they want it to be a daily event, maybe it will reset. They said they want it to be a daily event. So maybe it does reset. And if it does do that, I would expect that Tier 7's rewards will give you one to two I'll be honest. I hope it doesn't because I don't want to have to do if all the bloody things. If it doesn't, then it's not a daily event. Because if you beat it in the first day, now I don't you wait agree. six days. And it's not. If you beat it in the first day, you're not playing it daily until a week from now. No, but you it's can... It's not daily. You can still play it. You can play plenty of things in this game that way. No. That doesn't make it daily. No, you can't. <laughs> Well, what else can you, what else can you play? You can't replay anything in this game without spending crystals. The only thing you can replay are arena. You can't redo assault battles. You can't redo territory battle. You can't do redo territory war, like uh, grand arena. Like either way, uh, I wouldn't consider Galactic something war. you can beat in the first day a daily event. I think this is going to be tuned so difficult that you will not be able to. Nobody's going to be beating tier seven because it's going to require whatever the next upgrade is to mods. That's my guess. But aside from that point, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll, well the, see. The, the we'll other see. thing that the, the other thing that was mentioned that made me cringe mods are rewards from tier two, at least that is a massive inflow of mods. And for every, those of us that are sitting at the mod cap. Anxiety. Oh, my God. I'm gonna, Before the 12th, I'm going to have to like. Dump a play, bunch. I'm going to have to do that mod thing that I was talking about a few weeks ago. Yeah. Just so that I have no anxiety of messages sitting in my inbox saying, I have 700 mods for you to collect to go with your 750 sitting in your inventory. Um, Interesting. All right. So there are two more points I think we need to discuss. Um, and that would be... Um, they mentioned that the rewards are subject to change. They may vary the type of rewards or provide a special currency in the future. In other words, there is a currency coming. There will be... There is no doubt in my currency. mind of minds that there's a currency coming. percent Because if you look... I'm going to pull it up here on... the the live stream so you can see it but if you look at the data mine the first image that shows up looks like a currency to me does it there are these no not blue stacks uh this one Good this Lord, thing man. right here if you can see it that thing looks like a currency to me i thought the exact same thing that's exactly what i thought 100% yep i agree so all I i'm agree. saying is hondo please that's all I'm saying. I just give me a Honda. What is a Honda? It is a knockoff Honda. Ah, makes sense. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a great ride. Um, and here, here's the other thing they changed. Do you, how do you access collective challenges? Is now smokes. locked by the level cap. There is nothing to do in daily activities. This was a big, massive discussion on freaking everywhere because people were not happy about it so i'm not surprised they dropped it now level 60 opens good to go so i'm digging it okay yeah that that just says to me that that they are have been listening a lot of people are not okay with that because a lot of people don't want to play this game into the night a lot of people finish their dailies early in the day and the last dailies they have to do are their arenas and then they're done for the night a lot yep. of people like me play at night and they don't play a lot during the day they just use their energy and then 
uh, when they have their free time at night, they play. You know, it just uh, depends on where you're at. But if pe- those people that played during the day and didn't really play at night had to wait till the nighttime to collect enough tickets to unlock Galactic Challenges for that day, this would have really hurt those people. So how do you access Galactic Challenges? They changed it. They said we were considering tying it to the daily activities, but decided against this. And now you only have to be level 60 to unlock them. So that is pretty awesome that they went and uh, changed that. No ticket entrance. Thank goodness. Hmm. Totally happy with that. Me too. I have no complaints. This was a great post. Like I said, there will be an update. Uh, there will be the update this week, the title update. you have to download from the App Store, all that sort of nonsense. Um, we'll be streaming Thursday and Friday at the least. Maybe Wednesday when this thing drops. You never know. Um, if we do stream Wednesday and Friday, you will be able to find us here on twitch.tv slash shattered order. If we stream on Thursday, you'll be able to find us on YouTube, I believe. Huh. Interesting. No doubt. Interesting. I heard heard that that's a good place to uh, stream. Yeah. We can't. We're not allowed. But people still do. Yeah. It's like a... um... Ah, that's too obvious. (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to think of something that what that, that was slightly less obvious, but yeah. If people haven't guessed now, then they're just gonna wait. Nah, that's true. That's true. That is true. Um I wonder what I'm the so meta man. guess is. Any ideas? No idea. Yeah. I don't have a guess. I, I Only don't because either. I know. Not a clue. And I that's will be true. one Hondo percent. Would be one hon- Ooh, I like it. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um all right. Well, much much like Quill, we have spoken. Um, yes, dude. I, I I cannot. This is the first episode where I just got some beers. I knew the topic we were going to talk about, and I'm actually just really excited. Yeah, me about too, everything sure. that's going to happen in the next week. Yep, there have been some real slogs on things that we had to talk about on this show, or find to talk about on this show, just because we the things were in a bad place but i feel right now with this announcement knowing this is coming next week that we're going to spend the next month a month and a half fine-tuning this for them to get to a spot where we get from a grand arena type (sighs) area to a grand arena championship type area it's a relief event i'm freaking stoked man. let me say this though really this this game mode better be good (laughs) that is very true if this but, is a flop, if this is what was that one game mode they had that they got rid of pretty quick? The uh, the arena thing where you had to use your ally points. Um, tournaments. Tournaments. If this is a tournaments. What? Okay. okay. When, you, when you said that, I was thinking of something else. And do you remember back in the day they had those those Jedi challenges? They had one for Kit Fisto and they had one for Isla Sakura, and then they got rid of them. Oh, I, you like that? I that's what I thought of when you asked that question. I remember them existing. They literally existed for like them. two weeks. That was it, and they were gone. Anybody out there in podcast land remember those Jedi Challenge events? This was year one, like long time ago, but they were a thing. 
They were things. Interesting. Um, Dark Helmet actually asked something in the chat about game crashes. And that's something they've previously said the next title update would have substantial bug fixes and stability fixes. So that's something I'm actually super excited about in this next title update is the fact that there should be a lot less, you know, bugs and game crashing and slow animations, all that stuff. If they have spent all this time doing that, getting rid of that crap and bring us new game mode, I will be very happy. Very, very, very happy. I'll be honest. I haven't had as many since the Unity update, but I still do get them. So if they completely wipe those out, yeah, I will be get, very I happy. still get them a lot. Yeah. I, maybe I just <laughs> haven't been playing the game as much. I don't know. That could yeah. vary. Well I haven't that. been playing the game that much, and I know. And you're still them. getting them? <laughs> but it also infuriates me to no end, so I notice every single one. Yeah, um, no doubt, no doubt. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Shadow Order podcast. I would like to say a thank you to everybody who decided to come and hang out. We'll uh, you know what? You I think I saw us cap later. out at one of the higher numbers I've ever seen on the podcast. So thank you to everybody that came out to uh, check out this podcast. I know you, a lot of you guys are probably excited or cautiously optimistic about Galactic Challenges and want to hear what we had to say. So I appreciate you guys for coming out and uh, hanging out in the chat because the chat has been oh, yeah. going crazy. And so for everybody that listens to the actual podcast, I love getting those ats in discord all week talking about a lot of people will send me and wink an at during the week after they've listened to the week's episode and let us know what they think i cannot tell you how awesome it is to uh a know that you listened to the podcast and you had feedback on it that you just could not wait to uh get to us I love uh, talking to you guys about what you heard and what you thought during this episode. So if you ever have anything to say about anything that happened on this podcast, go to discord.me slash shattered order. If you're not already there in our discord, we have a podcast feedback channel. I love to hear what you guys think about each and every episode because it really does. It really helps us to know what you guys are thinking about. What we said our topics and uh, just what you think about the things that we should be talking about or what we should do more of and less of. So go uh, go do that. And there's another way I you like can do it. that as well. Uh, on any of those podcast apps that you use, uh, there's a rating system. If you, oh, yeah. If you, do not, there if you is. do not support us monetarily, there is definitely, besides just listening, which also supports us, there's another way to support mm-hmm. us, and that is to throw some ratings Throw some ratings on your guys because those ratings help. We us like to ratings. Get, uh, more noticed on those apps. Uh, more people that search for this game will see our Accurate. podcast and listen to it. So all those 100%. things, all that you guys do, can help this podcast to continue to grow as this game, you know, is just about to hit that four-year mark. So all of it's great. I mean, I, I sometimes I check those reviews and I find one I haven't even seen yet and read what you guys have to say and uh, take that to heart and uh, continue to use that to make this show as good as we can do. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's, uh, am I missing anything? Oh, I do. I did miss something. Once again, thank you to Blue Microphones for being a long, long, long time sponsor of this show. I mean, I think they've been sponsored since 100%. about a year and a half 
into the show. Blue Microphone's always helping us out, very, always very uh, keeping the show moving in a very technical direction with the, the process of our sound and our uh, our ability to hear that sound while we do the show with our headphones, our microphones, everything. So Dude, thanks to Blue Microphones. We should celebrate with a giveaway next week during our streaming of Galactic Challenges. How about that? Bro, I'm totally in. I'm totally in. We got to give away some sweet I mean, who who doesn't stuff. want a super badass Yeti? Like, whew. <laughs> I'm telling you, do. man. I, I like it. It's so crazy to me. We're sponsored by Blue. But if you go and watch YouTube, you go watch Twitch. There are so many people that use Blue microphones in their, in their content creation, in their streams, everything. You will find a Yeti almost anywhere. It is such a versatile microphone for such a good price. It's crazy how many people you never would have noticed before. But if you look for it, you'll see them talking right into a uh, Yeti microphone. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. So that is true. All right. As, as far as that goes, well, Galactic Challenges are coming next week. You know, you know, this show will be there talking about it next week. Uh, and we might be it's going to be a fabulous stream. Else. I'm just saying we might be somewhere else. So check discord to see what's going on next week. We got a lot of fun stuff going on and we also got that update and uh, everything will be cool. So as far as that goes, come back next week for episode 209. And until then we will catch you guys all next week. Later. Later.